Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 261, Day Shift. Some podcasts really go for the throat. Rawr. Are we one of those podcasts, you just say? We go through the, the throat? We go through the throat? No, no, for the throat. Like, we're attacking somebody. Rawr. I'm quite hostile a lot of the time. You are very hostile. Yeah. But I don't think we attack movies for the thrill. Like, and we don't think we're really that mean. I think I am. I'm pretty mean okay, about yeah, actors about and my movies. And... I guess we do go through the throat. Or for the throat. Damn it, I can't say that right. Damn it. Fuck. Shit. Piss. Warning. Expletives ahead. God damn it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Chaos. I'm Carnage or something. Yeah. And we go for the throat. Sometimes we go through the throat. It's faster way to through the body. I don't know. But that requires a knife. No, it doesn't. I've got really, really sharp nails. I'm just going to say Or that. a fork. No, I've got sharp nails. Rawr. See my nails? They're very sharp. Very sharp nails. I, I, I file them into the shape of a point just for situations like this. Carnage is part Khajiit. What's that? That is the kitty people race in Skyrim. They have unarmed claw damage. Yay! I want to be one of those. Are they fun? They are fun. Do they kill a lot of people? Well, everybody does, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's kind of your role in the game is to kill everybody that you're supposed to kill. Sweet. I love it already. I'm here for it. There are some people you can't kill, but there's a lot of people you can't There's no such thing as somebody you can't kill. I can kill anyone I want. Even the Pope I could get to. Wait. No, like really you literally can't kill them because they're essential NPCs. You can't kill them. Oh, like Leah and, uh, and what are we playing? Diablo 3. We can't kill her. Right. Even though I keep trying to. Yes. And the townspeople. Yes, exactly. You can hurt them in Skyrim, but you can't kill them. At least you can hurt them. Yes, you can beat them up. Leah needs to be Um, hit. Not all the NPCs, just certain ones Mm. that are required for quests so that you don't accidentally kill somebody and then break a quest that you need to later complete. Oh, right. I mean, sometimes that does happen for minor quests, but for important story-driven quests that are like crucial you can't do that interesting yes well good to know now i know and the more you know the more you know yeah gi joe go for the throat was that what it was the more you know yeah i thought it was like an old um nbc thing no it was gi joe at the end of the episode okay I don't know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of like a little star, rainbow yeah, star. Yeah, little rainbow star. Oh, was it? Okay. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, a tr- I wasn't attributing it to that. Okay. Well, anyway, how was your week? Um, it was okay. I was trying to, I had something to say that I thought of to say for how my week was, and now I can't really remember it. Um, so there's that. We're doing something exciting this weekend, aren't you? I am. I'm going to Monster Fest in, in, in Ohio this weekend. It's about an hour south of where I am. Um, it is... Uh, it's a, like, cryptid festival put on by the uh, documentary crew Small Town Monsters. And there's going to be lots of... Um, podcasts there i'm gonna see live recordings of podcasts while i'm there and there's gonna be lots of like guys who investigate cryptids yeah i was trying to explain to my mother 
what it was you're going to. I'm like, yeah, there's like the Mothman and like Bigfoot, like those kind of creatures. Like, yeah, those. I couldn't think of the name cryptids. Cryptids, yeah. And I was like, those kind of things, like things and but stuff. But if you had said cryptid, would she have understood? Probably what you not, meant? but at least I would have smounted smart. Sounded smarter than I really am. Mm. So, but yeah, I was trying to explain it. Yeah, to her. Jersey Devil, Mothman, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Those are all I examples of cryptids. And that is what Monster Fest is all about. Well, nice. That'll be fun for you. Yeah, I'm excited because we're spending the night. Because Friday night, there's a film premiere by the Small Town Monsters uh, documentary crew and then saturday is the festival with all of the excuse me monster hunters and and all the podcasts and i'm excited to watch recordings of um astonishing legends which is a popular uh podcast in the um like supernatural kind of podcast realm and also jim harold's campfire which is all about like ghost stories and stuff oh, cool sounds like fun yeah so it's gonna be fun i'm i can't wait to tell my bigfoot story it's not really a bigfoot story i didn't see bigfoot or anything but um <laughs> like around like four or five years ago i was at a park and all of a sudden we heard this like me and two other people heard this really bellowing deep roar come from the forest and um one person goes oh that's just a bear and we're like oh well that's a little concerning we'll just stay away from that end of the park and we went on and took our walk but then later we discovered that bears can't roar like that in fact nothing native to ohio can roar like that so that's my bigfoot story the yeti yeah, it was totally a Bigfoot or a Yeti or, I don't know, something. What's the difference between a Yeti, a Sasquatch, and a Bigfoot? Sasquatch is the Canadian term for Bigfoot. Bigfoot is the USA term for Bigfoot. And a Yeti lives in the snowy mountains of the Himalayas. I want to meet a Yeti. I'm going to go find a Yeti in the Alpines. Alpines? Yes. The Himalayas. The Himalayas. I'm going to go find me a Yeti. Okay, you do that. You let me know how it goes. Well, that'll be fun for you this weekend. I'm very glad you're doing that. Yeah, I guess so. So um, what has gone on with your week? took a little trip to Fairfield where there's an Ikea and a Jungle Gyms and the Ohio Valley Market, Antiques Market, because I love a good antique. And, oh, I got the coolest sign. Did I tell you about the sign I picked up? I don't know if I did or not. No. It is a, I got this at the antiques market. It is a metal, because it's not just antiques, mind you. It's like. Junk. Shut the fuck up. It's some junk, but it's also some craft stuff and the craft stuff and things people make too. You're an asshole. Judgy. Anyway, it's a metal sign that says, uh, don't go on the beach. Be, uh, something like beach closed uh, order of Amityville PD. Oh, that's awesome! And then it's got a picture of Bruce at the bottom, so it's pretty sweet, and I love it. And it's not just junk there, so shush. It's junk. It's not you. Never been. You don't know. It's not junk. Oh come on! Anybody goes to a flea market or an antique flea market or no, no, whatever. No, no. It's, it's a. It's a. It, it's the antique market, but it's always there. 
Right. So there's antiques, there's crafts, and there's junk. That's that's just that's so judgy, but it's true. Oh, did you? I I sent you the picture last time when I was there. Uh, I think I sent it to you and Mav of the Jedi lights. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, I sent it to you. It was a Jedi something. I don't remember what it was. It was some kind of like three foot tall uh, Darth Vader something or other. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Now I'm like, I should have gotten it. I really regret not getting it, but it's like a hundred dollars. I think it was like a light, like a table light or something. Oh, okay. I did send it to you guys, but this is like over a year ago that I sent it to you. Yeah, and I have a really terrible memory. Sorry. So you can find some really cool stuff there. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, that's what I got this time. And then, um, uh, yeah, so that's what we did. Tell people what Jungle Gyms is because I'm sure they don't know. Oh, Jungle Gyms is um, this really awesome store in... Fairfield. There's two stores, but the big ones in Fairfield where um, it's it's just it's quirky is the best word for it. Like they've got all sorts of like different foods and uh, household appliances and pop sock. Uh, what are those pop things that I collect? That I have a couple of them. Um, the heads with the statues. They got big heads. The bobblehead dolls. They're not bobbleheads. They're um, I can't think what they're called. They're oh Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Thank you. You can get those anywhere. Okay, well, I just couldn't think. No, I'm just saying, but they've got a huge, like, a whole wall of them. I mean, like, there's just so much stuff there. Um, they also have, like, an international market where you can get foods from all over the world. Like, That's cool. Um, I got, like, my water from Iceland, which is stupid, but I love it. And <laughs> there's this pop from France that I love um, that I can pick up there. But there's, like, there's Great Britain teas where it's got, like, a whole wall of... I mean, it's just it's amazing. And um, But inside of it, too, is, like, this, it's just fucking quirky because it's, like, they've got, like... Muppet Rock Band and like the bathroom is all latrines, but they're not like it looks like a latrine. You open the door and it's a regular bathroom. It just it's quirk. It's just so full of quirk. And there's an amazing fresh seafood market like where you could buy like octopus and crab and all sorts of like it's it's incredible. Um, so it just it's like twenty thousand square foot of just stuff. That sounds so, cool. It is pretty cool. Just to even like motor around and see what you can find in it. So, yeah, I'd like yeah. to go there sometime. Oh, I got pomelos. What's that? It is, um, it's a mix between a grapefruit and a lime. It tastes amazing. I'll have to bring one for you next time. I don't think they'll last till next Friday because they're fruit? citrus fruit. Yeah. yeah. Remind me, I'll bring one for you next time. They're amazing though. But yeah, pomelos. But you can find like orange flesh watermelon, which I have never bought because it's like 12 bucks. Jeez. But I want to know how it tastes. I really want to know how it tastes really badly because it's orange. Can you get square watermelons? Those are even more expensive. No, but you can get pink uh, pink pineapple, which are little, little baby ones. They're like this big. Can you get dragon fruit? Yeah. I've always wanted to eat dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's good. I don't know how you eat dragon fruit. But... You cut it in half and you, you slice it. You eat, the, you eat the core. You don't eat the outside at all. You just eat the inside. Well, I figured that because I've it's seen like it a before. Kiwi. They got mangoes, like all different mangoes. Like, I love oh. mangoes. Anything you could want produce by, like the produce is just fucking amazing. Like I got some white flesh peaches, which I know we can get anywhere. These bitches are so juicy. Like you need like a fucking tarp to, to keep collect the juice. That's how <laughs> juicy they are. Like I had one for lunch and I was like, it was all over my shirt. You know what I was thinking of the other care. day? I was thinking, okay, I've been living in the country for like nine months now mm-hmm. and I have not eaten as many peaches as the song would lead me to believe. You need more peaches. I need more peaches in my life. Peaches are good fucking shit. And watermelon. Both good fucking shit. I think I could live off that in the summer. Okay, with ice cream. Just saying. Ice cream, peaches, and watermelon. 
Sounds good. Doesn't it sound good? Yeah. You have to come with me next time we go to Jungle Gyms because I don't think you've ever been before. No, I never have. You have to come with me. Um, Matt loves it too, so he'll probably be with us. But, you know, you, them's the breaks. So you take what you can get. It's a four-hour trip with my brother. It's not that big of a deal. But it's amazing once you get there. We go to the aquarium too because the aquarium is not far from there. It's like maybe half hour. I keep wanting to take my mom to the aquarium, but I think I have scared her from ever wanting to go to the aquarium. Why? Because she doesn't like sharks or orcas or large fish. Okay, there's no whales there. No whales. No, but there's the big orca when you go in. They removed it, I think. Last time I was there, it was gone when I went with mom. It wasn't there last time. Oh, that's disappointing. They've changed it. Um, it's now like a photo booth thing where you can get your picture taken and buy it in the gift shop. Do they still have the sharks painted on the side of the building? I don't remember that. she didn't even like that. Oh. They still have the shark bridge. Well, they see, did last I time. That. I love the shark bridge. Me too. Oh, oh, and last time I went to, you could pet a baby shark. It was cute. You, you can could... do that at the Cleveland Aquarium. You can pet baby hammerheads. There was um, baby sharks last time. Sea anemone you could pet and manta rays you could pet. Yeah, they have so, baby rays too, and horseshoe crabs. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are cute too. I love horseshoe and crabs. You know we're in love with the penguin gallery. We yeah. love the fucking penguin gallery. That's what you go for is the penguin gallery. So I don't really care about penguins. Fuck you, penguins are the best thing alive, and the way they race each other. I like penguins because when they open up their mouths, it is a cornucopia of horrors in there. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that at all. That's disgusting. I can't now. I, now I can't get it out of my head because I know what it is, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Google the inside of a penguin's don't, mouth. Don't do it. Don't do it. You will have nightmares. Don't do it. You will definitely don't have nightmares. Do it. But isn't that what we're here for? Horror? Come on. <sighs> that's that's more than horror. That's like now I want to see um, a movie about a killer penguin. So I'm just saying. I'd watch that. I'd watch it too. Yeah. But anyway, that was my weekend. So this weekend, because I got burned again, I'm staying inside. I figure a week on, a week off, a week on, a week off. So that's my plan is to stay inside this whole weekend. Yes, because you, like the vampires in today's movie, burn in the sun. However, unlike the vampires in today's movie, there is no sunscreen that exists to properly shield you from the sun. I know. That'd be fucking nice, right? Jesus. Mm -hmm. I want that sunscreen. Should we get into it? Doesn't exist. Yeah, let's um, get into it. So we are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 25 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks. And we have very special friendship goals because our friendship lives in the hashtag Marianas Trench of Hate, where we go to MMA style duke it out in our very own octagon when we don't see eye to eye on movies, which is pretty much always expletives ahead which i already said and spoilers ahead if you haven't seen this movie that is true and this week we did day shifts which was done in 2022 it was an r rating it was an hour and 53 minutes long and it got a 6.1 on the indb scale what about the tomato meter so glad that you asked because the tomato meter is sitting at a green splotch at a 57 percent nobody likes this movie critics consensus game stars and an appealingly goofy premise aren't enough to make up for day shifts uninspired action comedy hijinks Audience says Day Shift could have been a lot better. But all in all, this action horror comedy hybrid is a pretty painless way to pass the time. 
bold words. Audience score, 77%. So a lot better. I agree with that audience because... I do not, so... Well, I, I was going to explain why, though. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> just like that. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, I had to pick something on the fly because we realized... You were going to be gone for right. our regular podcast day. Yeah. And we only had today to podcast. So I had to pick something Tuesday to watch yesterday to podcast today yes. for us. Mm-hmm. So I was I was thumbing through Netflix. And I'm like, I really don't want to watch anything horrifying or gory. I just didn't want to watch it. Like, I can't. Like, you know how you have to be in the mood sometimes for that shit? Like, I know you're always in the mood. But I'm not always in the mood for, like, the gory and the, the scary. Like, I have to be in a mood for it. And if I'm not in a mood for it, I'm just like... I don't want to do it this week. Let's just do a bye week or something. Just. What's a bye week? Okay, that's a football term when they don't play for the week. And they go to the next week. I taught you something. I'm so proud. I get to teach you something. I never teach you anything. You're always teaching me stuff. Yes, and I will use it all the time from now on when I talk about football with all of my football friends. Anyway, smart ass. Um, I saw this one. I'm like, okay, horror comedy. You usually like horror comedy. Mm-hmm. I can stand horror comedy, so let's do this. So I thought it was safe. Oh, no. Chaos did not like this movie. Did not. Not shy about telling me at all, either. So maybe we should just get to cast so we can, we can rip this movie up pieces. I have a lot to say. You don't have a lot to say about what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. <sighs> Great. Okay, Bud was Jamie Foxx. He's in Ray, Django Unchained, and Collateral. Little funny note about Jamie Foxx that is not his real name. He changed his name to Jamie to get more comedy gigs because he said he complained that all the girls were getting comedy gigs, so he picked a gender neutral name so that he could get his name out there. I remember that story, yeah. Seth was David Franco. Do you remember Jamie Foxx back in the days of. Uh... You live in color? I try not to. Okay. Yes, David Franco, uh, also the director of The Retreat, which we just did not that long ago, but he was in Neighbors, The Disaster Artist, and 21 Jump Street. And Superbad. Was David in that? Yes, he was. Okay, yeah. Heather was Natasha Lou Board. She was in The Voyeurs, The Society, and Most Dangerous Game. Jocelyn was Megan Good. She was in The Unborn, The Intruder, and one of our favorite movies, Debs. Debs! Audrey was Carla Souza. Love Carla. She was in How to Get Away with Murder, where she was awesome in Dive and Home Economics. Oh, that's what I saw her in. I kept looking at her going, she's so familiar. Yeah. Okay, because I watched How to Get Away with Murder. You did, really? Yeah. Aw, I'm so impressed. We actually, we don't watch a lot of the same shows, so. It was okay. <laughs> Big John was Snoop Dogg. Um, he was Starsky. I love, I love my autocorrect. Stately and Hutch. No, it's Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> Training Day and the Pink Panther. And also, I'm sure he was in a Martha Stewart's Home Living because they're BFFs. So They've done cookbooks together. They've done pot together. They've done pot together. That's for sure. Do you want a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Vampires made a daytime sunscreen and things go awry. Things go very awry. I'm very sad because mm-hmm. I really want the sunscreen because I fry like a fucking vampire. Like it, you remember how the one guy sizzled and turned black? That's me in the sun. There is a sizzling effect. It's like frying chicken out there. It's not pretty. 
It's not quite as instantaneous, but it is very severe. I've been told there's a smell and a significant um, sound of sizzling. That's gross. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, human flesh smells like hot dogs. It does. So, yeah, there I you go. Apparently, I smell like hot dogs all the time. Awesome. Nasty. That's what I aspire to be. So nasty. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Um, you're welcome. Um, so, why did you not like this movie before we get into it? Oh, Okay, well, as I kind of mentioned, um, I I liked their attempt at world building. I'll okay. say that. But I don't like when you establish rules for your universe, but then you break actual universe rules. Like what rules do they break? You can't make a bullet that will hurt a vampire if you make them that tough that they don't aren't affected by lead bullets. When do they make lead bullets? Lead bullets I thought are he was regular bullets. Silver, silver with wood. Right, which is okay. impossible. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about bullet making, so that's why I'm asking. Yes. So you can't make silver bullets with wood? No. It'd be cool if you could. That would be cool, but you can't. Okay. What else? So that really irritated me. Okay. Um, I also thought it was kind of stupid that they said that vampires can't feed without their fangs because what the fuck is stopping them from sucking down a blood bag like David Franco does in this movie? That's true. I don't know. He quite clearly fed without using his fangs. And also... (laughs) They spend the entire movie just killing vampires indiscriminately. They even kill vampires that can't feed on humans. But then there are suddenly good vampires that they don't kill. Because it's a heartwarming learning movie about how, and that's part of the thing is uh, Seth is trying to teach him you just kill whatever, you don't learn about them. I mean, there could be good vampires out there when they're in the car, um, him and Butter talking. It's kind of like, but learns that yes, there are good vampires. It's heartwarming, just like you love. No, yes, it's not heartwarming. Well, at he all. learns a lesson. The moral of the story is there he are good. Though he's just like <laughs> there oh, are good vampires. He's just like all vampires are evil. And then at the very end, he's like, "Oh no, it's fine. We're not killing these two. They're good vampires." Where did he learn anything from those two? No, he didn't. He never had a moment where he was like, oh my gosh, I've been killing indiscriminately and that was wrong. He just all of a sudden well, is like, there's he, good vampires now. I think when he cut Seth's head off and then tried to help him put it back when he realized it didn't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, oops, my bad. I don't know. Well, let's hop into it. Okay. We'll hop into this. So Bud, played by Jamie Fox, is... A pool cleaner, supposedly, as far as anyone knows. But he's really not. He's a vampire hunter. And he uses the pool cleaning truck and everything as disguise. And he goes into this one house that he's cleaning the pool of, which I love this pool. It's like filled with like thongs and beer cans and a yeah. dead raccoon. And I'm just like, oh, this yeah. one hot party, let yeah. me tell you. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, he goes into this house and there's this really old lady. And she's fucking strong. Like, it takes him a while to kill her and her... Yes, yeah, she's very athletic, too. Yes. She's, like, they they establish right away that vampires are very strong and very hard to kill because they're also very agile, and you can basically, like, throw them around and break all their bones, and they're fine. Yes. Oh, point of note, I would like to say, 
um, which was kind of cool for this movie. They hired Cirque du Soleil performers to play the vampires, not only to show how flexible, because they were super flexible, but yeah. it gave them a job during the COVID pandemic. Oh, that's cool. So I that's didn't know that. Cool. I, I actually kind of thought it was just like CGI or something. No, it was all actual Cirque du Soleil performers that you and I went to see once upon a time. Yes, and I spent the entire time projectile vomiting no, in the bathroom. No, it was like three quarters of a time. Let's not be... No, it was not. <laughs> it saw, was, like, I dance. saw the first ten minutes, and then I spent the rest of the time until the first half ended projectile vomiting in the bathroom, and then we left. We did leave. At intermission, we left, because your mom and sister did not want to get up and leave. No, they did not. I was the only one that went to check on you. Yes, you were. <laughs> Oh, good times, right? Yep. And I was the one who wanted to go so bad. I, I mean, everybody wanted to go. We did want to but go. But I had been wanting to see Cirque du Soleil since I was like 12. And I was really excited to go. And that was the day that my gallbladder officially like flipped a switch on me. It had been dying for a while. But that was the day that it was like, nah, fam, you're going to have to do something about <laughs> me. And you still didn't for several years after that. Or no, it wasn't years. It was it was months. only like a month. And then I finally had to go to the emergency room at like 2 in the morning. And then the ER doctor treated me like I was stupid because I didn't know there was something wrong with my gallbladder. How the fuck because did you know that? my doctor was treating me for a stomach ulcer. Well, that's just the doctor's fault. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. That was good times. We should go back to Cirque. Seriously, if they come back. I would love to. I still go. haven't seen it, so that would be awesome. I saw part of it, but I mean, that wasn't a lot. No. So, yeah. No, I kind of ruined everybody's trip, so. I'm still waiting for a refund on that one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Just kidding. Uh, but we should know for real, though, so we should go, because they're fucking awesome, apparently. Because look at how they put their, even the old lady, she put her, like, she's probably not an old lady, really, but she like yeah. put her, like, her Things I only see acros do where they put their feet behind their heads. It just creeps me out, but it's so awesome. Yeah, like her feet were fully like next to her face. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> so creepy. But um, but he finally defeats her. Yes. And he defeats the young man-ish vampire living with her. Yeah. And he takes their teeth because their teeth is kind of like currency. Like you can get money for their teeth. Right. He, there is apparently a vampire hunter union, which I actually thought was kind of funny. I like that. Um, but he got kicked out of the union, so he goes to this pawnbroker who also deals in vampire underneath teeth to get money for the teeth. Which he... So, this is the weird part for me. He... I thought he didn't sell them to the pawnbroker, because the pawnbroker's money was too low. Right. So, he did get Big, G, Big John. Big right. J? Big, Big John, John. Who Snoop Dogg. To get him into the union, and he sold the teeth to the... Um, Dave Franco, Seth there, he's in accounting and he sold the teeth to them there, though, with dues and membership fees and a new badge and everything else. He didn't get much. Right. Um, but later when Audrey's going to, she finds the tooth of her daughter, because he ends up, it's his, her daughter she, he killed. Right. The old lady was Audrey's daughter. Was Audrey's daughter, yeah. But when she goes to Troy, the pawnbroker, yeah. and said, who sold you this tooth? He didn't sell the teeth to them. He sold them to Seth. Right. He sold the pawnbroker so his gun. Yeah, but he, she was looking at the tooth. She's like, who right. sold you this tooth? Right. I'm like, pothole. Yeah. Unless he sold one tooth to him and then... But why would he Why do would that? you do that? Because I thought that he was like, no, you're not going to give me enough. I'm going to go to the union. Right. Me too. Because the whole point for him trying to get as much money as possible for this is because... 
his estranged wife is talking about moving to Florida with their daughter and he has a really good relationship with their their his daughter and he doesn't want her to move away. Right. Cuz but the tuition's $5,000 and she needs braces which is another 5,000. So he needs $10,000 by Monday to keep Jocelyn his strange wife from leaving. Right, from moving to Florida. Yeah. Um so that's why he's trying to get as much money as possible. He sells his favorite gun um to Troy the pawnbroker. Right. Gets Big John to let him, be, you know, get him back in the union. Pulls who, some strings, yeah. Seeger, the head of the union, head douche canoe. He's like the chat of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, lets him back and gives him one more chance because he's broken so many sanctions or whatever. Yeah, he's broken so many union rules that he got kicked out before. That he's on the day shift, though, because night shift is for players. Right. So he's on the day shift, and he's got to have a union rep with him, which, hello, is Seth. This, yes. <laughs> so funny the first day they go out hunting together like seth's in a suit yeah. he's like it's a sage green i blend <laughs> yeah yeah he pisses himself um shut- <laughs> spoiler alert. he pisses himself every time he does until he becomes a vampire and then he's so he's- proud then he's like i didn't piss myself they're like yeah good job you can't piss yourself yeah you can't piss yourself. And he's like, let me just have this win. And they're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so and then there's um, there's five different kinds of vampires which spell out Jesus. There's uh, the juveniles. Who the, can't feed on people. Right. They have to feed off little animals. That's how, uh, or, uh, that's how Bud finds his juvenile nest, which is he's, they've got someone going to the fucking animal shelter and adopting all these animals. Like, I would be really suspicious if I worked as animal shelter, be like, really? You need 15 cats? Okay, I have a story about that. Okay. So this guy, I don't know if you could do this all at once, but these two guys are talking. They don't really know each other. And the one guy's telling them, yeah, like I have outdoor cats, but they keep getting eaten by coyotes. And the other guy's like, well, so what did you do about it? And he's like, well, I just keep going to the shelter and getting another cat. Oh, my God. And the guy goes, sounds like you're just feeding shelter cats to coyotes. <laughs> And then the, the other guy's daughter started crying. Nice. Where was this? I don't know. It was online. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just fucking hysterical. But it's true. Yeah. So. so, like, I guess some shelters really are that dumb. Because if I worked at that shelter, I'd be like, dude, you are in here every month. What are you doing? Um. Yeah. So there's the juveniles that feed off, like, baby animals. Poor little baby animals. Well, just animals. They're not. I know. I they're not babies. Baby. Well, I like saying baby animals. So, um, there's the eastern, southern Uber and Spider, which apparently, supposedly, none of them live together. Usually, you mean the different ones don't yeah. live together? Yeah, they all kind of separate until they, they found keep separate this nest. Right. Of like, he's with these um, this brother group of uh, vampire hunters. Yes, one of which is Van from the sitcom Reba. Reba. Stephen Howie. Yes. yes. Um, and they're like they just keep coming from the walls. Like they're coming, coming, coming. Like they mm-hmm. don't end. And but it's all sorts of vampires that live there, and it's weird for them because they're like, no, we don't. They don't normally live together. What's going on? And you know, why are they out in the daytime? You're not supposed to be out in the daytime. Well, we come to find out that Audrey is trying to take over all vampires, and she's trying to become El Jefe. Yeah, basically. And they've made the sunscreen that allows vampires... How long is it out? 60 minutes, I think I'm going to say. 50 to 60 minutes they could be outside. Doesn't matter. It's more than I could be outside, and I'm jealous. Yeah. And they could be outside. During and it's the great. daytime. It's fabulous. Yes. So, um... 
Audrey's after Bud, though. Bud's after money. Audrey's after Bud for killing her For daughter. killing her daughter, yeah. So Audrey snatches Bud's daughter. And um, Bud's estranged wife. Can we just call a wife? Because they're Yeah, still, they're still married. Yeah. They just um, don't live together. Jocelyn. And takes them. And she says that she's going to turn the daughter mm-hmm. and feed have the daughter feed on the mother. Yeah, to get revenge on Bud. Which I have to point out, Bud's last name is Jablonski, which means his poor wife's name is Jocelyn Jablonski, which is the worst name I've ever heard. Is it? Is yes. it the worst name you've ever heard? Except for maybe Toilet McPlunger. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I like Toilet McPlunger. That's my new nickname. Okay. Meanwhile, because Jocelyn and his daughter live in this house, he lives in an apartment with like 500 locks on it. Right. And he's got a neighbor, Heather. New neighbor, Heather. Right. Which, how he doesn't know she's a vampire, I don't know from the get-go. Yeah, I don't get that either because he's supposed to be this really excellent vampire hunter. Right. Which he figures it out when he, she, he sees, well, he sees one of his her guests and then he later sees that guest chasing him yeah he's like walking they're talking they're having this covert conversation in her apartment by the open window by the window with the curtains open and is open and he can hear them talking like y'all need to work on your stealth majorly it's a little stupid. And I don't even understand why she's there. Because I know Aubrey puts her as a plant to, like, get close to him or something. But she really doesn't. And Audrey mm-hmm. already knows where he is. So she's really kind of pointless. Yeah, and Audrey finds out because she kills the, uh, the pawn- everyone the- in the pawn shop. Right. She tortures the guy until he tells her Bud's name. By point out each and every one of his teeth. Yes. And then spelling Bud's name in his teeth. Mm-hmm. Just when I didn't want the gory. Great. It's not like they showed it. I know. Meanwhile, Bud is um, violating tons of sanctions, which is just driving Seth up the wall. Because then is Seth is the ultimate pu- pu- pencil pusher. Well, also he's been tasked with writing down and reporting back Bud's violations because the union boss doesn't want Bud in the he union. Wants, yeah, and he's he's dangling for Seth. He's dangling Carol, who Carol's a bitch because she keeps eating Seth's yogurt. Carol's job for over Seth. Right. Because it's um, my ideal cubicle situation. Yeah. Where you have an asshole eats eating your yogurt. I love it when Seth's like, I'm going to piss on my yogurt next time. So piss on my yogurt, Carol. And he'll be eating it. Anyway, when Bud finally gets to the house, sees his wife, sees his daughter being captured, Seth's already been turned and is lying in, crumpled in a corner. Mm-hmm. And they, they take the, the daughter and the wife away. Seth wakes up and Bud's first reaction is to cut his head off, which doesn't kill him. No, because he was turned by Audrey, who is a uber vamp. So just cutting his head off with a machete will not kill him. Which I love he's trying to put his head back on. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And he, he, he's, they're driving to Heather's. They know, they know that Heather will know how to, you know, Bud's like, I know someone who'll know where Audrey went with them. Right. So they're going to go to Heather's. So, like, Seth's, like, trying to keep his head back on. Yeah, it's pretty great. They make yeah, it- and it, like, flies off. And they finally get it to stick when um, he gives Seth some blood, which he very easily feeds off without his fangs. 
And then his head sticks back on. Yeah, Heather has blood bags, and she's yeah. explaining everything about how she does work for Audrey, but she doesn't want to work for Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. So they find Audrey's lair, which has um, a shit ton of fucking vampires. Just... Yes, like hundreds. And it's kind of like a vacant shopping mall. There were like a ton of mannequins and shit. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Um, with an underground sewer system. It was the weirdest fucking place ever. Yeah, it was really strange. And Big J, Big, Big John. I don't know why I can't remember that. Um, Seth called Big John in for reinforcements. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they're kicking some ass, and unfortunately, um, Big J and um, Bud have to separate out because they can't make it the way that Heather and Seth are going. They won't survive. So they, they right. go off on their own in the sewer system, and um, Big John gets bitten in the neck. Yes, he does. And he's like, just go. Just go get your, you know, go get your wife and, you know, child. And he's got, like, this bomb on him. Yeah, it's like they... They don't really show what it does, but it's like kind of glowing. So you get the idea that it's supposed to be like some kind of light bomb, which isn't a real thing. But, you know, whatever. Things. Things and stuff. Yeah. So he explodes himself, supposedly, because all they find is his cowboy hat later. Right. Because Big John's cowboy. Never right. thought I'd see Snoop as a cowboy, but okay. Love it. And... um Bud goes to fight Audrey. Well, you know, he's just like, he's just keeping it real because the original cowboys were Mexican and black. So, That's true. you know. That's very true. You know, he's he's just going old school with it. He's an OG cowboy. He manages to trick Audrey. So, like, Jocelyn's even on the fight too where she plunges something through Audrey's... Yeah, she manages to get a hold of some kind of metal poker pole. almost, yeah. Yeah, and plunges it through Audrey's chest. And um, while Audrey's distracted... Bud has this silver line that he puts up where he actually, de- you know, decapitates. So it's like one of those things that you would see would be like a tripwire almost. Right. But, but he, he puts, puts it at, it at neck like, length. Right. Neck level. And they don't see it. And they run through it. And it beheads them. Which that's what happened with Audrey. It beheaded her. Which um, my mom was like, wait a minute. He beheaded Seth. But Seth was fine. Why does this kill Audrey? Well, I thought about it and I figured out the machete that he uses to behead Seth with is just a steel machete. Right. But the line is silver plated as established back in the beginning when he's talking to the pawn shop guy. Plus they say wood through the heart, silver through the neck. And they'd already stabbed her with something through the heart. Right. So So that's why they double tapped her. her basically in her own way. So they come out of it. They find... Big John's hat. They're great because they've got all this money from all these teeth now, and everyone's happy. As they're driving away, um, Big John climbs out of the sewer. He pops out of the sewer, and he's yeah. like, I'm still alive. And everybody's like, yeah, because nobody wants Snoop Dogg to die. No, no not at all. And uh, Seeger's like, I'm taking, he goes to Seth, he's like, I'm taking Carol's job. Carol's not, you're not getting Carol's desk. He's like, I don't fucking want Carol's death. I'm going to be a badass vampire hunter. I'm going to be with my partner. Like, You're on the day shift. I'm a field agent now. <laughs> I loved Seth. Yeah, I loved Seth too. David Franco was very funny. He was great. Yeah, he was He was probably my favorite character. So you didn't like this movie though? No. Not at all? No. I'm just curious, what would your rating be for this? Well, I'll tell you when you rate it. Okay. Well, I did enjoy it. I thought it was funny. Um, I loved the little pieces. I like, I love the acting. I'm not the biggest Jamie Foxx fan and I don't know why I just, 
ever since I saw him in Collateral, I just wasn't a fan. But I I love Snoop Dogg. I love Carla Souza. I didn't really know Dave Franco much, but I really enjoyed him in this. Mm-hmm. And I love Megan Good, of course. Even the daughter mm-hmm. I thought was good. The daughter was cute, yeah. Um, she was very spunky. I thought it was fun how... Um, when the vampires looked in the mirror, all you saw were their clothes and you didn't see anything else. I yeah. just thought like that was like good as a good nod that, Hey, yes. Although that also makes no sense, but what vampires can't see their reflection because mirrors used to be backed with silver. Oh, they're not anymore. They should be able to see themselves. But most people don't know that though. They only know the folklore of vampires right. can't see their reflection. So they were kind of, they were kind of staying true to like, dummy folklore as opposed to people who know their shit folklore right like yeah. the garlic the garlic grenades right it, and it was funny in that way so he could spit it in their face yes i mean it was funny in that way too you know what i mean it was just kind of like it was it was funny it was a sight gag it was played yeah. for a sight gag yeah um so i enjoyed it i thought it was great i thought it was a cute little story um i thought it was i don't know i just i enjoyed it and i um I thought it was great, the sunscreen, that the vampires could be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous of that, and I picked this movie because of that. So, yeah, that was my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Is there any fan fiction or anything? Um, there is fan fiction, actually. So you have to go to Archive of Our Own, and some of it's like Bud and Seth. A couple of them are like Bud and Seth pairings. There's no crossovers, though. Oh. Yeah, but it, this movie just came out last year, so I there was might really be more. hoping that somebody was going to cross it with Twilight. I will not lie. Fuck you. No, that's not out yet. <laughs> yeah, so no crossovers. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, so what would you rate it? I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. Um, I'd probably watch it again, and I'm actually going to watch it with my brother because I'm like Snoop Dogg's in this. You love Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh, and I loved the soundtrack. Like, I love the soundtrack. It was a great hip-hop soundtrack, which I know that's not your jam, but having a movie with Snoop in it and having a hip-hop soundtrack, it's pretty awesome. I wanted to like the hip-hop soundtrack because there are certain hip-hop songs that I enjoy. I did not like the hip-hop songs that they chose for this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I was good. Anyway, I'm going to go 7.237. We'll watch again. Wouldn't buy, but would watch again, no problem. Probably pretty soon, actually. Just smiling, talking about it, even though it hurt me to smile right now. So, how about you? I liked David Franco. The little girl was cute. I didn't think that the acting was anything spectacular. I am very neutral on Jamie Foxx. I don't dislike him, but I don't find that there's anything to like about him either. And I didn't care for really any of it. It really mostly just bored me. Um, I didn't think it was very particularly funny, although I think there were a couple times I laughed. Um, but I liked the attempt at world building, but I just felt like it fell short. And it really had a hard time keeping my attention. So for those reasons, I'm giving it a 4.5. All right. Uh, well. And I will not watch it again. That is a score. Yes, it is. That is a score. Okay, so should we pimp and wrap? Sure. Let's pimp and wrap. We are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror, and they have a great podcast network. So if you're looking for other horror movies, horror movies, horror podcasts uh, to fit into your day, 
Uh, they will be linked in the show notes. So go check that out. We are on all the social medias if you're interested in interacting with us or just finding out more information. And that's also where we post if there's going to be a delay in the episode or whatever. We are at Podcasts at Night everywhere. We have a Facebook we have a Facebook group, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we have a slasher, and a good pods. Oh, we really appreciate reviews. Wherever you listen, give us a star rating, leave us a couple of nice words if you can. We really, really love that. And we have a merch store that'll be linked in the show notes should you be interested. That's it from me, Chaos. So I'll just say thanks so much for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage, and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of lovable kitties.